Hello, pop stars. This is Cake Pop Clara here with another edition of your Cake Pop podcast. This is currently episode three, and today I'm talking about a subject that is very close to my heart and my memories because I actually got to do this. That's why I thought it would be a perfect thing for me to talk about today. We are going to be going over modeling in a Lolita fashion show. Now, if you're new to Lolita fashion and want to learn how to get into Lolita fashion or how to build your first coordinate, please check the last two episodes because that's where you're going to find the answers to certain questions that you might have about vocabulary and different things that I mentioned throughout this podcast. Before I jump in telling you all about how to model in a Lolita fashion show, I wanted to tell you a little bit about myself first. I have been wearing Japanese street fashion for almost four years now. I started my interest by just watching anime and generally getting back into Japanese culture in 2016, dabbling and learning a little bit about the fashion as I went along but never fully wearing it until my complete first coordinate and my first meetup at the Shed Aquarium, which I actually have a video about. So you can see what I learned from my first meetup and actually what happened on that day. That's over on my YouTube channel, Cake Pop Clara, where I make videos all about inspiring you to have the confidence you need to have to wear the fashion you love. Now along with the videos, I'm also really active online in the Lolita fashion community and I'm also super into going to meetups when those are happening and I've just generally been learning everything I can and wearing the fashion for the last two years solidly. I love to wear Sweet Lolita Fashion, which is the pink Harajuku bow pastel frill fantasy that you might know or might love or might hate. But just remember, Lolita Fashion isn't just that, and if you have an opportunity to model with a brand, you'll have opportunities to model sweet, classic, or gothic, or even OG, like I did. But we'll get to that. Now, I modeled for Baby the Stars Shine Bright. This is the brand that was shown in the Kamikaze Girls that we all know and love today. I actually was able to model for them only a few months into starting to wear the fashion. I know, blasphemy, right? But this is actually good news for all of you because once we start conventions back up, you will definitely have an opportunity to model for one of your favorite brands if you so choose. Of course, how do these brands find you to model for them at their fashion shows? Well, duh, an application process. These application processes include a lot of general information like your measurements and your name. Also, they want to include recent pictures of you in the coordinate styled in the way that the brand is. So let's say you're modeling for Baby the Starshine Bright and you don't own a piece from them yet. That's okay, but you're gonna be wanting to wear another sweet styled outfit for your picture. <laughs> you don't wanna send them a picture of you in a gothic dress and a clown hat and say, hello, I'm here for my close-up. Unless maybe you were applying to model for Alice and the Pirates. See, that's where you have to really know the brand that you're applying for and know what kind of sub-style the brand caters to. 
But how do you find out about these so-called applications? Well, a lot of times I look online. You can find a lot of convention connection Facebook pages. Look in the general area that you live in or the region of the country and look up EGL connections. I don't know the exact groups. I just know if you're in the Midwest, there is Chicago Convention Connection. So I have the link to that one. And you can ask people if there's any upcoming fashion shows. You can obviously use Google, but I think using other people and the power of the internet and using those Facebook pages is your best bet. On these applications, they might ask you questions such as, do you have any piercings or tattoos? And in my experience, they have still let me model when I had both very visible dimple face piercings and tattoos. I think I had a plain open tattoo. Don't not apply because of your tattoos. Sometimes they really need people too. That's the other thing. However, the unfortunate thing about modeling for brand is that they only have the sample sizes. If you are a plus size queen, I would love for you to look into indie brands as well. There is fashion shows for indie brands all the time. And there's also modeling for other types of J fashion that will come in large sizes. Now, I don't want to say if you're bigger than a size medium, don't apply. Like there's a lot of size inclusive Lolita dresses now. So I would still recommend applying and maybe we don't know what they're designing. When I modeled, I got to see the upcoming designs and they could be making a plus size dress. So keep applying. But if you know what Paradiso is, they have all the indie brands there because that's a Lolita fashion convention specifically, which I also want to do a podcast on. They will have a lot of models modeling opportunities for people of all sizes and just check your local conventions. I would say join your local conventions on Facebook pages because either you can be the one to start the J fashion fashion show or somebody else already has. I'm just interrupting your podcast for a specially recorded announcement. I am going to talk to you a little bit about Skillshare. Skillshare is a service you can use to learn anything that you want to learn well, almost anything besides Lolita fashion, so that's why you're here. But I would love to invite you for your two-month free trial. Please just look at the description wherever you are watching this podcast. Click that link and sign up and you will really help me out. All right, back to the story. Now I am just going to talk about my experience on the weekend of the convention of the fashion show. Once I got in, I was actually told I was going to get a free pass for the weekend, so that was like my form of compensation. A lot of times you might not even get a pass, but I actually got a ticket to the tea party too. So that was really, really, really nice of Baby the Starshine Bright, but honestly, you don't expect that, especially if it's a smaller brand. That was my compensation up until then, which was really great because I was super broke at the time of going to Con Althalie. That was 2017 when I got to model, and I'm, <laughs> I want to do it again so Okay, but some people don't, because here's the thing. You have to get there on a Friday, and then at night you have to do the fitting. 
Sometimes you do a fitting with a girl like me who is crying because she has to wear OG and instead of wearing a pretty frilly fanciful dress. That was a really emotional time for me, but I really learned my lesson and I really felt myself so much on stage and I feel like I have said no to my masculine side for so long, but it felt really empowering to go on stage in the full OG because I had this beautiful tailcoat type of thing behind me. It was like a cape. It's called a cape. Cake pop. <laughs> I meant a cape. Cape pop, Clara. You go into this room and there's probably like a ton of girls in there and the designers and then the designers translator and then some of the shop helpers maybe. Oh my god, that was so cute meeting the designers and getting up close with the shop helper. I forget her name, but she was so cute and I loved her so much. And she was in the fashion show too. She totally modeled the Alice look for babies 2017 collection. If you want me to do a flip through video of the catalog I got from that, I totally will, by the way. Anyways, it's really important that you can make it to the Friday and sometimes people don't and it was actually okay because I was crying the first night and the girl who I was modeling with she is actually a friend of mine now and she didn't make it the first day but I had a girl counterpoint to my boy OG and that was her and I think I would have felt a lot more fit in if I had somebody else who had an outfit like me and who was supposed to be matching me she came in and saved the day the next day because she didn't know how weird I was and she was just so sweet that was pretty fun you just got to spend both of your days because the next day you have to get up early right away you're in there for makeup if you can do your own makeup you're gonna do your own makeup because you do not want to use the makeup artists I appreciate them volunteering their time but that's what there are volunteers you might get a really good person or you might get somebody who literally has no idea what they're doing I would suggest bringing your own makeup and wigs if you can they did have a big bag of wigs that was fun but it was so much of a hassle of everyone getting their stuff together and I was just sitting like chilling minding my own business the entire time doing my own makeup it turned out really good and I was wearing this really soft blue wig. I have a complete video of it. If you want to see this fashion show, let me know and I can just upload the whole thing. The other thing is you don't really rehearse before you do it. I don't think we ever got to rehearse. Maybe we ran through it once, but I think we were just supposed to know. I remember I missed one of my cues and you want to walk really slowly and just follow all of your cues and just stop and you know, give face, give pose, whatever. It's super fun at the end of the day. I had a blast. I would recommend it to anyone who is getting into Lolita fashion. I really, truly, with all my heart, want to do it again, which is why I was sharing this as my third podcast episode because I think it's a really fun aspect of the fashion and I felt like a model for a day or two and I just felt like just a rock star and I was so happy to meet everyone and it was a great experience to me. I hope that you can find some fashion shows to model into. So now I am going to go into some frequently asked questions that I have heard about the Lolita fashion show. Number one, do you get to pick the dress that you wear? My answer to that? Hell no. They will pick it out for you. <laughs> Number two, are you going to be close with the brand's designers? My answer to that? 
Heck yes. You are in the same room with them for a lot of the day. They are really busy, but the other thing is a lot of the times they tend to have a booth out in the designer hall and we got to talk to them and my friend Rachel knows Japanese so we were talking to them a little bit more and it was really cute and the, yeah so they hang out and they're really available to talk to so you can meet your idol <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the third installment of this bi-weekly cake pop podcast i really love making this for you please stay tuned for the next one feel free to message me with any questions you may have about modeling for lolita fashion brand bye pop stars mm-hmm.